I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We got some ogres, boys. I feel so confident every time we approach Gredhog, and as soon as we engage it, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're doomed. You've got a chance to... uh Redeem yourselves. Interesting ploy. And immediately he knows, okay, he pulled something. Look, we've been over this. Let's just keep going forward. Go get Moog for help. Good job, Red. No, nobody here. Beto? Get it? They're orc estrating. Oh. Ah. Ah. Very clever. Fart, fart, fart. <laughs> Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 45, Fog of War. This week's MVP is Michael Benson, who is our newest Facebook fan. That's right, Michael Benson. You are MVP, Michael Benson. Michael Benson. You did it, Benson. (laughs) 
Looking for another great podcast? Check out The Lucky Die. The Lucky Die is a D&D actual play podcast that's heavy on the drama inherent in D&D to tell a dark and dramatic improvised tale. TLD, as the cool kids call it, focuses on four heavily flawed characters and the friends they make along the way as they try to stop the apocalypse and make right the wrongs in their own lives. Check them out at theluckydie.com and wherever you find your podcasts. All right, should we do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I am currently vibrating from the amount of caffeine I've ingested today. Uh-oh. We've got percolator coffee, energy drinks, huh. instant coffee, an espresso machine. Mm. Ca- Americanos, <laughs> lattes. Caffeine is very important in the Harlan Joe household. My sleep schedule is nuts. I've been working midnight shift and day shift in like a month on, month off rotation. yes. So I've not been getting a lot of regular sleep. Alex, I know you have a newborn, so you're right there with me. Yeah. And honestly, I'm just tired. I'm just sleeping. I slept in till 12. I barely I yeah. got 10 hours of sleep last well, night. I mean, <laughs> I, I went to Wasega Beach this Saturday and relaxed on Whoa. the beach for like oh. the entire day. Got a little That's burnt, so exhausting, so, Justin. So tired yesterday. I just yeah. I'm I can so imagine. Sorry still kind you. of recovering from but that. But D&D always makes me feel pumped up. Oh, I oh, hope yeah. you guys are feeling energetic too. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. We are continuing the attack. Hold on, what song is that, Alex? Uh, one <laughs> just I just random pom pom song. Yeah, well, that's just that's not even a thing. <laughs> I think it is. I'd like to hear pump, a little bit more. Pump frankly, it up, pump it up. Is that our pump, new initiative pump, pump. song? <laughs> Make it pump it up. Just Alex, it was, it was a mix of two different songs. <laughs> just yeah. pump it up. It's a mashup. And uh, yeah. So you decided to split the party on your approach to Grudhog. Uh-oh. Great idea, always. <laughs> That's right. You sent B off by herself to pick off the Watchtower archers. Unfortunately, without the benefit of Red's Pass Without Trace spell, she was spotted, and the alarm was sounded before you had a chance to affect your full plan. Mm-hmm. B. As you came upon the Hill Giant's fortress from the south, you were seen by a hobgoblin exiting a small outbuilding just to the south and downhill of the tower. Your enemies called attention to your position, and to your dismay, a hobgoblin warlord riding a wyvern came flying down to meet you. Meanwhile, orcs pour forth with war cries. They'll be on you in moments. How many moments in rounds? (laughs) What is the conversion rate? Moments to rounds. We will have to see. Red, it's your turn. Perfect. I will attack the Hobgoblin. Uh, I will not be using a penalty on this shot. That is a 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. He's been hit already, right? He certainly has. 15 damage. It's dead. Perfect. I'll use double my movement, my feline agility, to move 60 feet so that I am next to the doorway that the Hobgoblin came out of. You loose an arrow at the hobgoblin and then you run almost alongside your arrow to land directly beside the body right as it falls to the ground. Cool. Can I peek inside the hut now that I'm next to the doorway? Yeah, you can. You see a warm interior that uh, is probably used as a smithy. Great. There's a fire pit in the center heaped with hot coals. There are red hot pieces of metal sticking out of it. Obviously, this hobgoblin was interrupted in the middle of creating some weapons or tools. There are tongs and hammers leaned up against the wall. All the furniture in here is medium creature size, so nothing giant-sized. And as you peek in stealthily, you see two goblins that are caught in the middle of trying to hide behind a barrel and a 
heap of straw. I'm going to They're attack. not rushing to engage. They're like well, totally. Then I, that's, you made them sound so pathetic. <laughs> I mean, they are. <laughs> well, they're goblins. To the far east of me, I know the orcs are there. I can't see them though right now, right? They're yeah, you can, you can see them. Well, then I might as well spend my second attack on that guy. I will fire at the orc closest in that direction. Sure, yeah. There are eight of them. Um, they're just like, I'll use my sharpshooter on this with a 22. Yeah, great. You hit. And that was max damage. 22 damage to the first orc. Okay, so I love this. Red has his bow drawn from his first shot against the hobgoblin that Doran had directed. He takes a breath, exhales, and then shoots cleanly through the hobgoblin that he had missed initially, runs up to the doorway, then looks to his right, sees that there's a small company of orcs preparing to run across the plains at you from the south of Grudhog, exhales again, and then looses this arrow. The camera follows it as it sinks deep into the cranium of the first orc and he drops it, no problem. And then I turn to the others and I'm like, yeah, we can do this. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to yell because you're like 60 feet away from them. Yeah, we can do this, guys. Hey. Whoa. Kraloth, it's your turn. Invigorated by Red's awesome action, Kraloth is just <laughs> going to charge forward as well. Uh, he's going to move 60 feet. Cool. So that he's right back up, pretty much behind Red. And he clangs his shield with his mace and says, I got your back, brother. Thanks, buddy. And uh, I'm going to do a perception check, actually. I'm going to perception check the uh, uh, wyvern. Uh, 21. Cool. The wyvern makes it easy for you because it is flying in your direction. Okay. As you run up beside Red, you cast a look back over your shoulder and you see this shape approaching you from the north. It's the wyvern that Jack had told you about. This creature is is maybe 12 feet tall with a wingspan that's easily 20 feet and strapped to its back, you see the terrifying visage of a hobgoblin warlord. This creature is holding the reins that lead to the wyvern's mouth. It's a scaly green dragonoid creature, though it's built kind of differently than a dragon. It just has back legs. Its front legs are enveloped in its wings. It doesn't have like Mm. an extra set of claws in the front. No T-Rex type arms. Mm. Um, It's just got the wings and the back legs and it's got this powerful tail, Kraloth. You see it's got a stinger on the back that it seems to be holding over Mm. the occupant of its saddle in like a threatening way. And it flies very quickly toward you. Okay. We might have to one, two, three, four that guy. <sighs> Gotta watch out for that stinger, too. The wyvern, as it flies at you, it's gonna end its turn some 210 feet away from you, Kraloth, and up in the air. Yeesh. Mm-hmm. All right. You hear a grinding sound far off in the distance, and then the orcs start to orchestrate their charge at you. Get it? They're orchestrating. Oh. Ah. Ah. Very clever. Fart, fart, fart. I feel so confident every time we approach Gredhog, and as soon as we engage it, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're doomed. Yep. <laughs> also agree. We got this. Now we're good. Now we're, yeah. Thankfully, this map is so big. Stupid large. I mean, they they charge at you, and they close about a quarter of the distance. So Red's looking pretty good about picking them off. Hmm. Right now, but the orcs just start charging. Jack, it's your turn. What do you do? 
Yeah, Jack's been a little stunned just with all of the new sensory inputs from from this new relationship with his familiar. So I, I think that's that's my justification for why he's going so slow. But he's he's getting his eye, eyes around it. He he sees Kraloth running, and he also follows suit, runs sixty feet to hide in the shelter on the south side of this this blacksmith building. At the same time, you know, there's this mental command to to Kieran who swoops north and turns invisible. Mm-hmm. And is just going to fly at sixty feet, sort of north. Swoops north, turns invisible, and lands on the roof of Grudhog somewhere quiet and yeah. obscure. Yeah, I think they're they're still flying north. I think they're. My hope is they're going to sort of scout the way for us as we go, but potentially. Yeah. Next up, we have goblin turns. The goblins in the hut. I spared these things. I really fucking hope they don't try to attack us. Are going to take the hide action, and they do great job. So. Doran, it's your turn. Does Doran notice that Jack's familiar disappears mid-flight? That's a fair thing to roll perception fair. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why don't you roll it? Do you want to stealth from my familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, stealth on that imp. Uh, 19 plus 5 is 24. And I've rolled a 19. So the raven just soars out of your view. Okay. And you notice nothing untoward. Doran doesn't take any notice of it. But he does see the wyvern, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, and Doran's reaction is just like that. Oh! (laughs) And Doran runs up also to join his teammates here. I'm going to move twice, so I'm going to end up in the building. So also, you see this smithy, Mm -hmm. and it seems to be empty. Cool. Two goblins in there, but they don't seem hostile. All right. And Red just points up, more pressing matters. Mm-hmm. And I just stand in the doorway there, keeping an eye on the goblins. Cool, yeah. Red, it's your turn. I'm going to lean out from the side of this building, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fire at the hobgoblin on top of the wyvern. As you lean out, you're going to take some fire from that tower. I'm going to give you half cove, so that's plus two bonus to your AC on these shots. They're also firing with disadvantage. 18? Nope, they didn't hit. They all lose their arrows. Ooh, I rolled double 18s, so that's a 21 a hit? Yes. Yes. So four arrows fly down at the tower. One luckily just catches you in the shoulder as you are aiming at this warlord, and you take nine damage. Ooh. Whoa, I look like it hurt. Red, you all right? Ah! It kind of hits my foot. Yes. Uh, ouch. I'll be all right. And I'm going to let loose an arrow. Um, Do you want inspiration? I would love inspiration. Nice. I haven't gotten inspiration in literally Aww, months. Uh, so nice. Yeah, so, so maybe there's just a, a moment of, because uh, you ducked around me, like, take out the, the leader. This thing's like the head of a snake. All right. And I'm going to fire with Rob's inspiration. Thank you, Rob. 16 to hit? No. Ah, damn. damn. Blast. And I'm going to try again. And I'm going to fire regularly this time without the penalty. 20 to hit. Yes. All right. Nice. First blood against this warlord. Here we are. Mm -hmm. 11 damage. Okay. And I suppose I will move. Oh, you're making a run? I'm going to move 30 feet behind Doran uh, because I want to go around the east side of the building because Mm. it has more cover from the arrows. So you poked your head out around the southwest corner of the building and then you're going to retrace your steps back east across the entrance. Bingo, bingo. 
to stand within fist bumping distance of your friend Dorian. In fact, I do so. I give him a little <laughs> bum tap. Good stuff. Kraloth, it's your turn. What do you do? Seeing Red taking that direction, Kraloth is going to follow. And then he's going to stop and he's going to cast Bless on himself, Doran, and Red, who are right around him. Nice. 1d4 to attacks and saving throws. Aw. And that's it. That's my turn. Cool. Jack, you receive a telepathic thrill from your familiar as the wyvern closes dramatically on Kieran. Yikes. It's about 20 feet away from Kieran and maybe 60 from you as you were cowering around the corner of this house, unseeing. The orcs continue to rush up from the east. Jack, what do you do? So I'll turn back and shout to Red Doran and Kraloth. The wyvern and the rider are just on the other side of this building and at the same time sort of direct Kieran to fly 60 feet around them and try and just sort of get to the far side of them. Yeah, so Kieran kind of dekes around the wyvern as it comes in for a landing, flapping its huge leathery wings and creating this massive current of air and is invisibly kind of buffeted off to the side. Kieran comes in for a landing sort of beside a little tuft of shrubbery near to the ladder that Red was talking about that leads up to the guard tower. Then what happens? Seeing that this wound from Red's arrow, as I peek my head just around the corner to get eyes on this hobgoblin, I'm just going to reach out and close my fist and like a bell tolls, it's it's going to try and pull some life out that wound and we're going to toll the dead. Mm, okay. So that will be a saving throw against 15. Wisdom? That's the one. Eight. Mmm, nice. 2d12 damage gives me 16. As just this sonorous hum sort of like echoes out of this thing's freshly bleeding arrow wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm gonna stay behind here. Well, as you send your sonorous tone out to suck this warlord's life from it, yeah. it is gonna try to retaliate against you. Yikes. It hefts... A javelin thick as your wrist and throws it with a 17 to hit you. So I'm going to throw up a shield real quick as a reaction to... Wild. So yeah, I think I think it's almost as if the, the javelin comes through the corner of this building, breaking off a, like a brick of it, and it, you know, takes my... I have to throw my hand up to get this like magical force to stop it from piercing my heart. I love this back and forth where you're throwing out to toll the dead and he is coming screaming at you just so fast launches a javelin that almost hits you and then you have the presence of mind to just get a shield up right in the nick of time yeah they're right here gonna move the rest of my movement hiding back around the south side of this making some room for hopefully my friends to duck around this corner and get some cover doran it's your turn what do you do what is the building made of is it like brick or Mm. it has mud walls The ceiling is 50 feet high. There's an arching straw roof that is very sturdily built. Okay. The interior is warm, full of hot coals. There is a chimney, sleeping pallets in the northwest corner underneath which a goblin has successfully hidden itself from you. Jack. Yeah. Would you be able to move these walls made of mud? I call out to him. (laughs) Jack is on the other side of the doorway. So interesting. (laughs) I mean, why not, right? It's made of earth. Carry carry cover with us. Sure. It's five cubic feet, right? Per turn? Yeah, five. Casting? Yeah, there's a a play where you guys get in position and then we open a secret door in this thing and you guys are all ready. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's quicker to run through this building to the back, having cover, 
the entire time. Yeah. And then poking a hole, you know, at the back of this building. I'm going to dash into the building and kind of take a stance waiting for my companions to join me so that we can eventually go through the back of the building. Cool. All right. Red, it's your turn. I'm going to fire at these orcs with both my attack and my extra attack, and then I'm going to move into the building. We want to lure this wyvern close as possible. Mm-hmm. Good call. I'm going to use my sharpshooter penalty on the closest orc to me. You got your blessed d4? I'll roll that first. So it's going to be a plus two. I'm going to use my sharpshooter penalty. That is a dirty 20. Yeah. So 22. You hit. Sweet. Get that damage. That is max damage. Nice. 22 damage. That is a dead orc. And I will attack again. Same dealio. 15 to hit. You hit. Ooh, nice. Nice. And that is going to be 15 damage. You kill him. So two orcs just fall out of this crowd that are continuing to run at you from across the field. And I'm going to move into the room. I can tell just by looking at red. That's amazing. Kraloth, it's your turn. Kraloth sees Red move into the the room. He gets an idea of what the plan is. And uh, he turns to Jack and casts Sanctuary as a bonus action. You ward a creature within range against attack. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. Nice. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Great call. So... Bless is a concentration spell. Yep. This isn't concentration. It's one bonus action, duration one minute. Cool. No C. Like if I attack, does it screwed up or is it? Uh, yes. If the warded creature makes an attack or casts a spell, that affects an enemy creature, yeah. the spell ends. Yes. Or casts a spell. Yeah. But that's okay because it goes before you anyway. It casts a spell that affects an enemy creature. Oh, that's, that's important. Yeah. Okay. So I can cast spells to buff myself. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. So that's a bonus action. And then I'm going to use the rest of my turn to run into this blacksmith's workshop. Nice. Good turn. And I'm done. Nice. Sanctuary. That's great. I don't think we've ever seen this from no. you, Kraloth. This is new. This is, he decided to take this one this morning. Knowing what he was getting into, knowing Grudhog, he figured that extra ways to protect his party members would be very helpful. <laughs> cool. Nice. So, Jack, as you are buffed by this sanctuary, the wyvern comes around the corner flying at you oh. yeah. out of the sky with this warlord atop it. Wow. The warlord is going to act as the wyvern is in the middle of its uh, trajectory. Mm-hmm. So the hobgoblin is going to call out a special command. Shit. And it's going to uh, buff its mount. Oh my god. Then the wyvern is going to try to attack you, Jack. So from a distance of 10 feet away, the wyvern is going to try to bite you and then sting you. So it's going to have to make a save. Yep. So for the bite, here's the save. That's a natural one. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Thanks. Uh it snaps at the air in front of you and then confused makes a terrifying noise as it wheels once again around you, Jack, trying to outmaneuver this sanctuary. And then it will try to sting you with its tail. Mm-hmm. Come on, dice. Let's go. Let's go. Sting Jack. Sting Jack. No mercy. 19. Yeah, he's okay. And then it's going to try to hit you. Yeah. With the stinger on its tail. Yeah, AC 15. 19 to hit. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. Well... That is 
a 16 plus 2 is 18. That'll pass. Whoa. And you're very lucky for it. Nice. However, you take nine piercing damage from the sting. Oof. And then I need more d6s for this. Oh, shit. What? what? Wait. 26 poison damage from the stinger. So you Whoop. half that because of your successful save. So nice. 13 poison damage. Oh. And then as you watch in fear and agony, the creature continues flying into the sky and circles around the other side of the building. Uh Uh-huh. But you're not poisoned, at least. Yeah. How much Um, health do you have left? I got 38 left. Yeah, he's doing fine. Are you kidding? He's doing great. Okay, so the orcs continue charging, and they're yelling now. You can hear them yelling at you as they charge. They're charging. They're yelling. Are they charging and yelling? Yelling and charging, orcs. Orcs are charging and yelling. Do do do! That's them running. Rah, bah, 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 bah. And then they're running, so running. What are they doing with their voices? Yodeling and their legs. The orcs are yodeling and dancing. Get the motor running. Get it on the highway. Jack, as you are looking out over the field in fear at the wyvern that just careens around the corner of the building in which your friends are currently standing, you see in the very distance the logs of the palisade that surround the sheep's enclosure through which a second horde of orcs is beginning to emerge. Yeah, not great. It's your turn. What do you want to do, Jack? Can I get within 30 feet of this thing? How, how high is it? That's, my, that's the fundamental question. Of... Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's tricky to do Pythagorean theory. Yeah, I know. But like if I... If you move 30 feet... Am I within 30 feet and able to see this thing? It's 20 feet. Yeah, so if you move out from the door, yeah. out from the building and toward it in such a way, yeah, you can get to within, we'll say, just 30 feet. I'm going to run out 30 feet in front of this thing, and I'm going to look up, and I'm going to stare deep into my crystal ball, and I'm going to whisper a suggestion to this hobgoblin warlord. Hmm. Interesting. Go. Fly west. Go get Moog for help. You're under attack. You need more reinforcements. Go fly, and don't come back till Moog comes with you. And I would like it to make me a wisdom saving throw versus 15, as I suggest that it runs away and goes to get Moog to get help. Okay, it has to make a wisdom saving It does, yeah. Before you tell me anything, I want to goose my save. I can spend an extra spell slot because I got some alchemical jazz. Okay. The hobgoblin warlord turns partway around in his saddle. You see him nod once, and then he viciously pulls on the reins that are attached to the face of this wyvern, and it careens off in an entirely different direction, flying away from you and your friends. Wow. What do you do? It's top of the round. So we've got Doran, Red, Kraloth, Jack. Doran, you're in the middle of the smithy, 10 feet from Kraloth, so you're almost within high-fiving range. Red's told you that there's some goblins hiding from you in the smithy, but you can't see them. And there's a fire in the hearth, some furniture, size for medium creatures, some like um, villainous blacksmithing in progress. I'm thinking, you know, like in Lord of the Rings, the Mordor mm-hmm. orcs are like mm-hmm. hammering out these black blades. Yeah, it's the forge. Like and the, yeah, but yeah, these yeah. are way less impressive because they're goblins. They're less impressive. It's less scary, but they're not, it's not like dwarven smithing. But I do picture us like no. sweaty and panicked. We just saw this wyvern and shit yep. and like Doran is in the center of this room sweaty. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So what are you guys going to do? Well, Doran is looking at 
the north wall of this building, the one that has no exit, because uh, there's only one entrance on the south, right? That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. And he says to Kraloth, Jack can probably move this earth from this wall, and, and we could probably just go straight through the north side of this building. And uh, Kraloth considers high-fiving him, but realizes he's slightly too far. <laughs> just outside of high-fiving range. Just barely too far away. I think that's a great idea. And Doran, um, as part of his movement, takes one step closer to Kraloth to give him that well-deserved mid-battle high-five. Hi-ya. Stops movement halfway through, high-fives, <laughs> continues moving. And Kraloth is already like concerned about those orcs coming, and he's getting ready, and he doesn't even yes. see the high-five, and there's this awkward... Oh, no! Oh, oh no! Leaving him hanging. That's okay. Missed Bad opportunity. Omen. Because Doran, of course, is half-concentrating and holds up his hand for a high-five, but then you know, turns away and says to the goblins, and he knows they're in the room, but he can't see them. He says, you know, you'd be better just to come out here. And even uh, sacrifice yourselves in, in for our benefit. Do you think they're going to buy that one? <laughs> Die for us. <laughs> Are you actually trying to persuade them or intimidate them or what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I am. I'm not doing anything else here. Did you want to roll persuasion with disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> so what's your play here? You want them to, to sacrifice he's, themselves. He's gone into the enemy stronghold and he's trying to convince one of the smithies to kill themselves yeah. for the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Not kill, not kill. Um, Sacrifice. You've got a chance to uh, redeem yourselves. Interesting ploy. If I, if I'm able to persuade them enough, one one or both, then the idea here would be to get them to maybe take off their armor and run south and in some sort of fashion as a distraction. So strip naked. You know, oh, there's there's people, they're, they're fleeing, you know, so maybe the orcs start going after them, right? You know this is their place, right? Like, they're not going to, they're not afraid of the orcs. That's like being afraid of your coworker. No, I understand that. But maybe we could do something to make them not look like... <laughs> They're like, you know but I live here. Let's just let it. Let's see what happens. Let's let it ride. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to see if I can convince them. First of all, I don't think I think there's going to be a high roll with disadvantage for me. Disadvantage. You got this. You got this. Don't even. This is easy. You can't spell disadvantage without advantage. <laughs> okay, so a three. Obviously, oh. you know. <laughs> Doran killing it. Oh no! How could that? Because you know the most persuasive people get stood up for high fives. It's like okay, high five. Yeah. All right, no. Well, friends, I got a deal for you. <laughs> I want to hear Alex role play this. Doran unconvincingly trying to persuade the two goblins to get out of here. Hey, listen. I I know you're hiding in here, and we'll let you. Uh, we'll let you go free. But all you got to do is uh, dress up like one of us and start running uh, south. uh, (laughs) Hey, aren't you supposed to give me a high five here, Kraloth? And he just totally gets distracted. Yeah, and Kraloth is looking at him now and sees the hand up and has one eyebrow raised. Yeah. (laughs) Just looking at him. I don't know. The high five threw him off. That's the problem. The high five totally threw him for a loop. Left you off balance. I picture uh, Doran just standing there kind of going like, uh, 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 I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It was, a, it was a shot in the dark. I really like the wall idea. Jack's spell. <laughs> Hopefully he can do that. Did you want to do anything else on your turn, Doran? Well, no. 
Okay. That's it. Red, it's your turn. You see Doran walk over to Kraloff, fail to receive a high five, and then fail to talk some goblins into a bad plan of action. Red just watches that and he's like, ah, good job, Doran! And <laughs> <laughs> I know that Jack is out there. I know the orcs are out there. I ran in here for a respite, but I think as my back's against the muddy wall, I'm like, no, I can't leave him alone. I'm going to run back out. I'm going to use my movement to head out to the south door. Uh, that should be enough that I can lean out and fire at the orcs. Yeah, certainly. So there's that small crew. You've taken down three of them as they've run across the field towards you. So there's five left. Bingo, bango. And I'm going to roll with my bless that I believe I still have. You do, indeed. I'll use my sharpshooter penalty. 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Nice. Sharp shot. By a (laughs) sharpshooter. At least it's a sharp shot and not a sharp shart. That'll be 22 damage. Whoa. Yeah, your arrow flies true across the field and he turns his head at one of his companions who's like calling out to him and the arrow just sinks directly into his ear through into his brain. It keeps a space in that first orc's head and without missing a beat, Red has already let the second arrow fly. Mm. Let the second arrow fly. With a 13 hit? That hits. Oh, does it? Yep. Wow. That was with a four bless that aided me. So Praise Kellen for. With the full bless. Yeah, we got the full bless on. 24 damage. Yeah. Oof. So Oof. as this arrow sings through, it goes through the hole. The first orc is still falling mm-hmm. and sinks into the, <laughs> the second orc. And as he falls, he kind of trips over the body of his companion that just fell ahead of him. And then they land in a bleeding pile. And I give a little wink to Jack. That's great. That's great. Uh, great. Well, I can see this wyvern across the corner that's just slightly out of sight. So I think my face is still pretty fixated on on that to see if this plan goes. Kraloth, your turn. What do you do? So Kraloth runs towards the door and says, come on, Jack. What are you waiting for? My turn. I'm just trying to see if my spell worked. I don't care about your spell. Get in here. (laughs) I'm coming. I don't care about your spell? I mean, it's a little dismissive. Yeah, he just has no idea the like the fact that you've the saved the whole profession of wizardry. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here doing art. So snotty, I love it. <laughs> Pearls before swine. I don't care what my dad says. I have. It's gonna be. Good that's at a this. good episode title. I don't care what my dad said. No, yeah. pearls before swine. <laughs> Kraloth, you run south and look through the door at your friend Jack. Was that your whole turn? Yes, I believe it was. And you high-five Doran. Okay, so the hobgoblin atop the wyvern cranks back on the reins that he holds in his hand, wrenching the creature's mouth backward. It's got like this monster bridle on its face. The bit is being chomped mercilessly by this thing's long, sharp teeth. And the hobgoblin sort of careens wildly in the sky on the top of this wyvern. And then they start flying south together. Nice. They fly 160 feet away from you guys. So you start to lose sight of them in the distance as they become smaller and smaller. Uh, The concentration that Jack needs to do to maintain that only happens... Or as long as I don't cast another concentration spell or get hit. Exactamundo. Okay. So the orcs hurdle jump over their dead companions as they continue mercilessly running towards you. I like picture them doing the hurdle jump too. Not like just <laughs> jumping, but like actually, you know, 
Oh, there's only three of them left. Red's going to pick them off before Incorrect. As you all see the full contingent of orcs round the log fence, you see that there are nine, nope, ten more. Ooh, red. They begin charging in your direction. Ten more? Mm-hmm. Jack, it's your turn. First thing, I'm going to send Kieran north again, flying 60 feet up onto that rocky ledge to see what's going on up there. So Kieran flies up this first ladder, their claws skimming lightly on the rungs as their wings flap. As they wing to the top of this first grassy hill, the top of the first ladder that leads up to the guard tower, they don't see any enemies emerging from this longhouse. There's a heavy red curtain that's like heavy leather, it looks like, that separates the doors from the outside of the longhouse on this side. So they can't really see in through the doors. Perfect. But there are no enemies emerging on this level. Can they, do they get a sense of what's going on in the top of that guardhouse as they're flying up there? There are four archers that have their bows trained on the smithy where you guys are hiding. Got it. But th- mm. they, they don't have um, sight on you right now, so no one's firing at you. Kieran flies off to the north and gets that report about what's going on with the hobgoblins, the archers who are sort of covering us from there. Uh, and Jack dashes in towards Red and Kraloth. You know, the, Kieran's up ahead. Looks like there's nobody else coming down from the north. Just the ten orcs heading from the east over there. Is there anybody else in this room? There's some goblins in here. Why are there two go... Where are they? They're hiding. I- and Doran kind of hollers up from the north end of the room. They're up hiding around here somewhere. I can smell them. They're s- disgusting. No- nobody here. <laughs> Beto? <laughs> Is that a problem, Jack? Yeah, they're goblins. <laughs> and they're in here. Look, we've been over this. Let's just keep going forward. <laughs> you know, see, here's the thing. There's two goblins over there. They're going to try and shank me, and then I'm going to lose the spell, and the wyvern's going to come back, and I'm really worried about that. Maybe, can I just try and see the goblins? Yeah, a- roll perception check. I got an eight. <laughs> uh, it's, it's real hot in here. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, it's a... F- it's like a forge in here. It's sweating already. <laughs> Doran's like, thanks, general obviousness. You're welcome. <laughs> Doran, it's your turn. Top of the round. <laughs> Doran's got this wacky and wild idea. What? What is... What? What? Really? <laughs> looking at the, the doorway, just... you know, what oh. am I looking at when I look at the doorway? What's on the inside of the doorway? There are some sleeping pallets here. The furniture in the room is medium creature size, not giant sized. However, the ceiling is very tall, 50 feet high, and wow. the door is also very wide. So ostensibly giants come in and mm. visit this hut, but they don't work here. This is a place where goblinoids labor and giants come and oversee the work or, you know, collect tools and shit. Doran moves back down towards the fire pit and he is standing right next to Jack and he puts his hands on the uh, cool end of uh, some pieces of wood and other burning things that are sticking out of the fire and he tosses them you know towards the door and at that moment he also hollers Kraloth Red help me build a fire in the doorway we're going out the back door why are you building a fire on the doorway I actually don't understand it'll stop it'll stop the orcs come on and and I and I continue to grab pieces of burning wood and throw them towards you guys, but not like at you, but you know to the right, towards the open doorway. The minute that back door is open, I'm going to create a fog cloud. 
And then that'll let us head up that ladder there without being fired on. Let's move. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to help with the wood. I think I'm going to just keep firing. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. run the back. For me, it's the imagery, you know. So, Doran, you spend your turn to pick up these burning logs and start throwing them in the direction of the front door. And maybe story-wise, I find, like, a, a bag of, of Coke, which is, like, the coal that they use for... Uh, for <laughs> Somebody's uh, got to call the cops on these I know. I, I thought so, too. I thought it was a and weird thing. a little bit of cocaine. Too. That's why they don't want us in here. I find this bag, and let's say, let's say I throw that as well. And it spills open, and so this coal is like extra flammable-ish, more more so than wood would be. It's not like a a bonfire in the front door. Like the front door is twenty feet wide, so it's a lot of stuff yeah. to cover. But it's definitely confusing. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, and if we're lucky, it does catch fire, and like it actually catches the building on fire. Like that's kind of my thinking. If it's if we're lucky. But that's 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 the end of my turn. So Great. That's, that's it's Red's turn now. <laughs> I'm gonna fire at the orcs. Now they should be approaching they're within six hundred feet. Yes. Uh I'm gonna fire twice because we have another whole round. Cool. As you watch the orcs round the corner of this stockade, as you are pulling back on your drawstring and taking aim at the group of them, two ogres emerge from behind this twenty foot high wooden fence. Oh shit. So they're just bringing up their rear in this group of orcs. We got some ogres, boys. I'm still going to take out the orcs that are closest to us because those are the most immediate threat. Absolutely. I'm going to roll to attack. This will be again with a sharpshooter penalty. No, 10. No, your arrow flies wide. Damn! And I'm going to fire again. Better. Huh? That is a 17 hit. Oh. Hey. Mm -hmm. There we go. Nice. 24 damage. Yeah, nice. Well so you get him in the knee, and as he collapses, he falls on a rock and smashes his brains out. Oh! And I, like, duck back in. Too gross for even me! <laughs> and because I'm not moving this round, that should reset my feline agility. Yes, it does. Done. Kraloth, what happens next? Kraloth is going to see that Red is taking out these orcs and pat his buddy on the back. And that's why I missed the first shot. <laughs> yeah. like, You're doing great, buddy. Like, got your hands all over shot. him, like good Goose. job, shaking his shoulders. <laughs> just got goosed, like well done. I need to focus. Yeah, exactly. Good job, Red. And then um, Kraloth's going to move next to Jack beside the fire, and he's going to kneel down next to him and say, "Do you have a health potion, or would you like me to heal you right now?" Oh, good thought. Um, I'll take a potion and let's get ready to make our, our run for it through the north. I think I can get through that wall. All right. As an action, you can administer a potion to somebody else if that's what you're hoping. I don't think I have any potions, though. Health oh, potion. I got this one here. If you just want to help me get it out of my bag, it's just on the backside. My hands are Oh, full. sure. Yeah, yeah, Here, I'll, I'll just... <laughs> oh, th- thanks. Like right, right in here. Busy leafing through his spell book. He's like, actually, I got it in my pocket. <laughs> nope. Other pocket. Yeah. Other pocket. That's the one. You found it. That's the uh, okay. there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, got it. Got thanks, it. All right. Yep. Is that a uh, bottle in your pocket? This thin, long vial. And, oh, you're uh, so caring. Here you go. Open, <laughs> open, open wide. You know it. All right, let's do it. Everything is slowed down as you're like pouring it. There's like stars and it's like foggy a little bit. They're like, oh God. I'm trying to think of a sexy song. Careless Whisper. 2d4 plus two. Do you want to roll it? Because you're the one who found it. That's a one. And that's a two. Plus what? Oh no. So five. Ugh. So five back. Hey, that's better than nothing. Damn right. You sure that's enough? I mean, 
I toss the vial onto the fire. It kind of like, as you pull the stopper out of the vial, you get a whiff. Like this potion maybe is like on its way out. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Just a little bit past date. its expiration. Date. And you look at the small print in the bottom and it says, expired yesterday. What the hell? Oh, I think I've had this one. I've had this one since we. Uh... I've had this one in my wallet since high school. My dad gave it to me because I was going to a party and he wanted to make sure I was safe. They say never get health potions out of dispensers on the wall that are in the bathroom. It's, besides, it's left like an the imprint on yeah. the side of your satchel because it's just been in the leather so long <laughs> with the like metal crank. It broke. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, that happened. Yeah. Well. Let me know if you want more healing and I can help you out. And I reach down and I start helping Doran with uh, with fire. Yes. Logs. <laughs> oh, boy. Harlan's shaking his head. I'm just passing them over to Doran because I, I've used I mean, action. I think we have to be really conscious about action expenditure at this point. However, we can't do anything else. So I, I think this is totally fine flavor, but I do think going forward we need to be really concise because two rounds means 60 feet for the ogres and I can't kill them all myself, you know? Especially I believe in you. Don't worry. You got this. Well, it's funny ogres. that you Orcs mentioned ogres because as you watch two hill giants round the corner, oh, uh, one of them moves towards this big boulder. Oh, we got we got orcs, ogres, and hill giants. Yeah, what's, what's great about that is they're far away. Yeah, there's a big boulder on the east but side of big. the pathway leading into the palisade. One of the hill giants is making for that boulder. The other one is coming up on the heels of the ogres. Hmm. Uh, all of the orcs move 60 feet closer to you. So, Red, you can start to see the whites of their eyes here on the closest ones. They're 50 feet away. There's only two of them left. You've taken care of all of the other ones of this. They were like a construction crew, if you remember. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jack, it's your turn. So, you wipe away this dribble of health potion from your lips. <laughs> yeah, you I, I get that squared away. <laughs> Sorry about that. The last little bit of it. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> I'm way too freaked out about these two goblins hiding in here. It's really not good for me, but I got nothing I can do to people I can't see. I feel like Doran sees the fear in your eyes and he's like, they're hiding. They're not coming out. As he's like tossing flaming pieces of wood towards the door. Doran, do you remember all the last times we dealt with goblins? Like that's just not how goblins work. Listen, I was married to one for 15 years. I can tell you right now, they don't do shit. <laughs> what? Uh, well, uh, uh, okay. Uh, all right. Kreeloth and Red share a nervous look. We're like, uh... I, they don't do shit. It's like so nonchalant. I, he keeps tossing flaming pieces <laughs> of wood. I'm going to ignore everything you just said and get about what I'm doing. All right. Uh, we're, we're walking, striding right towards the back wall and blowing out five feet of it. Just to move in my hand, boom, there's a hole in the wall. Good job. All right. Nice. Nice. Five foot cube. It's not even loud, too. That's the best part about this spell is it's kind of stealth. It just moves. It just makes a noise like you're digging in Minecraft. It's like, shh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then I turn back and say, everybody get lined up, ready to go. We're going to, we got covering fire from the hobgoblins up top. Presumably Kieran's not got any more action happening up there at the moment. Nope. You got it, Jack. Watch out for those goblins. Oh, what? But Doran just said they were here. Ooh, goblins. I'm right on your tail there, Jack. Thanks. Doran says, heaving the last few burning logs <laughs> out of the doorway. If, there, if there's any goblins in here, I'd appreciate it if you just stood up and like left through that door. That'd be great for me. Doran, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Are you still building this fiery barricade? Yeah, no, Doran's done enough uh, fire building for today and he's seeing that Jack's already made a hole, so now I'm going to act as, you know, the forward battalion. I move up next to the doorway 
mm-hmm. kind of for two reasons. Number one, I'm gathering in the back corner like it was suggested. And then number two is I'm keeping an eye on Jack and where these goblins, because I know there are goblins back here somewhere. Yeah, Red shouted that out to you. He's the only one who saw them, but... They didn't seem very violent. I think I did too, didn't I? No. Oh, okay. But you know what goblins look like. Yes. Oh, yeah, you do. So you can imagine. Oh, yes, I do. From all angles. (laughs) Okay, so Doran, you throw like four blazing logs into the doorway of this smithy, and then you kind of hoof it to the back right beside where Jack has created this five-foot cubic hole in the back of the smithy in the back north corners it's like a perfect hole for me i'm exactly four foot six i could just walk through this thing yeah no problem i don't have to get on my knees or anything not right now but i'm gonna have to is what you're saying i'm gonna have to get on my knees at some point right. <laughs> yikes <laughs> You got to do what you got to do. Red, you watch as the two ogres start to overtake the orcs as they spot you and start running toward the smithy. Right. Ogres are faster than orcs. You can see now very clearly. They're like huge legs are just striding. You can see the flesh of their bodies jiggling around as they run. Yeah, they are. Red, what do you do? Red sees the two orcs running in the doorway. They're about, what, 60 feet away from me now? 50 feet. They're closing. Red sees the orcs 50 feet away, and he takes a half step just outside the doorframe. For a moment, Kraylaw thinks he's going to fire again, but instead, he pulls uh, an arrow without a head from his quiver, and he almost seemingly whispers something to it and fires it straight up. The arrow sings over the building to the back of it. And 120 feet away, I am going to, quote unquote, cast Fog Cloud at a level two point. Whoa. So just at the ladder, that's 120 feet from my point, just behind the back of this smithy, a cloud begins to form as the headless arrow falls from my quiver directly into the ground and fog begins to spread out. Hmm. And in a 40-foot sphere from that point, so 80 feet across, a cloud begins to form. And then I am going to move into the room 30 feet. And as you pass Kraloth, Kraloth turns to you and says, uh, I think you missed. And I just kind of give him a, a weird look yeah kind of like knowing like oh yeah i guess i did almost like i don't want to admit what i just did and uh, i run into the room and i'm gonna stay adjacent from the opening in the back 30 feet away from it roughly and we now have fog cover beautiful okay so this headless arrow flies up into the sky and where it lands fog blooms all around kraloth what do you do you see this happen through the back opening Yeah, well, Kraloth doesn't actually see the cloud happen, but he sees Red go in and gets that look. And immediately he knows, okay, he pulled something. There's something (laughs) up his sleeve. And with a smile, Kraloth um, pulls out his mace and he walks over. um, You see a door and go, whoa, there's a cloud back here. Looks like it's going to (laughs) rain. So Kraloth is uh, going to move over between Jack and Red. And his idea is he's going to kind of cover uh, the back of the party. And he's going to ready sacred flame. And the first moment he sees an orc round the corner of the building, he's going to cast it on them. Cool. Awesome. 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 Great, great thinking. 
We've got front cover. We've got back cover. We've got cloud cover. We've got fire cover. We've got smoke cover. Whose turn is it? The two orcs make it (laughs) to the southern door to this smithy, and you can see them uh, kind of lose their train of thought or become distracted by these (laughs) blazing logs. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what? Logs? Why are they on fire? I'm so confused. Why are there logs here? Stop! We need to figure this out. Well, the mechanical thing that happened is actually because I said that it's difficult terrain. They ran out of movement because they can't move the 10 feet required over the logs. Mm. So they're actually stopped short of moving into the building after you guys. (laughs) Yes, Alex, your idea. Your dumb idea. (laughs) Doran's a tactical genius. Yeah, it's like, let's turn our desks around so the teacher comes back and is confused. <laughs> and I think also because it's a fun, creative idea, I'm going to reward it by giving the orcs 1d4 fire damage each. Nice. Oh all God. right. These orcs deserve to die. They're like, oh, my feet. There's hot coals all over. I really, for a minute, thought the orcs were going to get inspiration. Yeah. But I mean, logically, think about it. There's got to be 12 logs. I was standing there for like... 12 whole seconds. No, there's four logs. Oh, there's only four? There's four logs in a 20-foot You used one door. action. I let you throw four logs. <laughs> and a bag of the the and the, the coke uh, bag yes yes so so maybe it's like you know it's hot little coals all there's a slight like, amount yeah, of rubble in this door hot little coals and the orcs hate it and they Ooh, burn like, feet and orcs they're like cursing at each broken other arrowheads it. stuck in their shoulders and like scars on their face like ow ow hot hot coals i had a triggered action there you had readied your action yes i readied my action for sacred flame when i see one of them so go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw that's an eight. Hey, all right. I got to do all some right. damage. Nice. Ha ha. Okay. One of the orcs goes up in flames. <laughs> the other one's like, what the hell? <laughs> These little tiny coals. Don't touch the coals, man. <laughs> that Coke, man. And takes uh, seven points of damage. Yikes. Doran still thinks it's because of him. <laughs> He's like, oh, look, look, they're on fire. <laughs> oh my god, that worked really well. Jack, what do you do? Uh, so if, does this fog cloud extend up on top of the next ledge? Like, is there room to stand up there in the fog cloud? So as Doran peeks out the back hole in the wall, you see that the top of the sphere is actually just grazing the bottom of the ladder that directly leads up to the guard tower. Mm. You've obscured the first and second floor effectively. Oh, wow. Beautiful. So it's a 40-foot ladder up, and then there's a that's the middle of the sphere. And then there's another 40-foot ladder up. Cool. So it's mm. an 80-foot high bluff. And then on top of that 80-foot high bluff, there's a guard tower. All right. So Kieran finds themselves caught in a fog cloud, and I tell them to move north until they out of the fog cloud and can see. And I'm going to just book it out the door, out the five-foot hole I've carved, and as close as I can get to the ladder, trying to get up to the next level while we got cover. Nice. Great. I would like you to make a perception check with advantage just to make sure that you are correctly oriented towards the ladder. Sure. 16. Great. Yep. So you head in the correct direction, and uh, you can sort of see this like shadowy figure of the ladder just, what, 15 feet ahead of you? Let's go. Doran, it's your turn. Yeah, Doran watches Jack run by, and Doran looks back at uh, Red and Crayloth. And are you guys looking at me, or are you looking towards the doorway? Go, Doran, we got the front door! Okay, so Doran hears this, takes off, and follows Jack out. And I guess I'm going to have to roll too, don't I? What is that, 20? 
Roll with roll with advantage. <laughs> so roll two d twenties and take the higher. Follow my voice, Doran. Uh, so eleven. Cool. Yep. Okay. That's not a problem. Phew. So you, are you moving twenty feet or forty? Fifty total, I guess. Cool, Doran. You make it all the way up to the base of the ladder, basically. Okay, Red. It's your turn. I turn to Kraloth. Let's go, buddy. Oh yeah, no, I'm with you. And I'm gonna move thirty feet. And then I'm going to use my feline agility to move an additional 60 feet, which cool. is double my movement. So I'm going to move 90 feet. Why don't you make a perception yeah. check for me, love? With Beautiful. Yes, please. 19. Yeah, Whoa. no problem. Great. Kraloth, you are the last one left in this building. I'm going to follow Red and try to stay as close to his footsteps as I can. No, as you pass the goblins, they get an attack of opportunity. <laughs> they slice both your Achilles tendons. <laughs> 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 quiet the entire time. <laughs> Tell them I died heroically. Roll perception with advantage. Someone say my name. <laughs> Kraloth. Natural 20. Whoa. Nice. Wow. Well, with Liverless? No, not on Liverless. This was on Emerald City. That's a good one. We just watched Wizard of Oz, actually. Oh, really? Good movie. Hey, you guys should watch it. It's really good. Hmm. I think you'd like it. Oh, yeah? What's it about? Yeah. It's, it's this real I've underground indie flick. It's kind of like cult, <laughs> cult flick. It's a black and white one, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's co- it's in color, I'm pretty sure. Funnily enough, it is the most watched movie of all time. How do they know that? They don't know how many times I've watched Monsters, Inc. on VHS. <laughs> 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 That's funny as fuck. So the two orcs that were standing in the doorway of the smithy do like a Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. And they both sort of hop over these burning logs um, very carefully. And then they continue making their way through the building. They saw Kraloth evacuate through the back. Do your thing, Jack. Do. Okay, Jack. Jack turns around and bends down just so his head sort of pokes down below the, the fog cloud as the sphere kind of rounds it. So his head just pokes down and he moves his fingers just a little bit to shift the earth back so that the door closes and the, and the hole in the wall closes up. You can see it behind Kraloth's feet. Then I will inch my way right to the bottom of the ladder but not start moving up. I just get this visual of these orcs pummeling into this room and then like running to the back corner and then like... This, it, this it's a smoke-filled room from all the commotion that's been going on, and they just run into the wall, and they're like, what the hell? I thought there was a door here. The assault continues. Thank you to our great old one Patreon supporters, Michael and Brianna Weber, Adam Fry, and Christopher Ryan Evans for their continued support. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.